Pickaxe. Oh, beautiful. Just start with that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 99.7. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. Welcome back, everyone. To Triforce. Oh, that's right. We did uh, 99.7. Coming at you oh. on your dial. That's right. With me, Sips. Oh, how you doing, Sips? Wait, you're Sips? Oh, hey. Hey, and Sips. there was a comma. There was a comma. Oh, there was a comma. It's hey. an old joke, but it still holds up. Last week, uh, Sips fixed his you computer. You called me an old joke. Yeah. You said in PFLAX, it's an old joke, but it still holds up. Yeah. Like, I, I'm old. I don't, I don't consider myself a joke, and I definitely don't hold up if I am. You're an egg. Ugh. You're a lovely egg. An egg, thank you. A lovely egg. Your body egg is... Meat. You can't hold it up anymore, any longer. Your body is bet betraying you at the tender age of... How old are you again? 53. 53. Wow. Coming up today, God. Sips tells a story about a plug. Yeah. <laughs> I got a new I've got a new plug story for you guys, actually. Um, if you dare. No, I dare. If you dare to hear it. Oh, we'll save that for later, Sips. <laughs> right. Yeah. In case okay. we need like in case the podcast blow, flagging. Let's not blow our load early. We don't want to blow our load too early, right? Yeah, we got a build to that. Right. Exactly. Right. So I I, uh, I read a, I read a story in the news. Okay, uh, God, you just start. now. Vice did an investigation. They went around a bunch of the MPs' offices right. in, in Parliament and they got cocaine swabs and they went to the toilets and swabbed the surfaces in the toilets to see if there was any cocaine. And there was traces in four out of the nine bathrooms they tested there was cocaine. Right. Now, I got a few questions. First of all, I, I'm guessing it's probably not the MPs. It's like all the overworked interns and shit working for them that are just doing coke all the time because they're fucking bored and, I, you know, I don't know, maybe they're rich or whatever. But I'm thinking... How the fuck are all these people getting coke? I've never seen drug dealers selling coke in Twickenham. I don't know how to get in touch with a with a drug dealer. Cocaine. My question is, it's the original gamer fuel. Do you know what I mean? It's like before Monster <laughs> Energy. Yeah, yeah. You know before, I mean? before, yeah, before Mountain Dew and Monster Energy and like uh, what's that? What's that coffee one that everybody um, sponsors on Twitch? Like Madrinos or something? Coffee? I've not oh, heard of it. I have no idea. I, I I'm I'm totally out that's, of the that's loop. That's like a that's like a gamer fuel. <laughs> we one could as you well. could market cocaine. The original gamer fuel. <laughs> Coke. Try it. Well, now. wait, no, but I thought that I thought that the original like uh, gamer fuel was uh, was speed. Remember Michael J. Fox and Family Family oh, Ties right. did speed, and he was right. losing his hair and stuff. He was worried about it. He was cramming for exams, and then his hair was falling out, and it was because I, I, I think uh, I think Coke is. I, I mean, I'm sure people do take speed. I know they do. Like methamphetamine is what speed is, right? Yeah. So crystal meth is crystal it's speed as a as a crystal and i assume it probably has some other sort of effects yeah. beyond just amphetamine but cocaine is more i think it's more of a, a party drug especially for the wealthy rather than speed which is like the poor man's coke I, it, I would, it is I would a assume. kind of classy like upper class drug so like, oh me and tarquin are just popping down in the land road to get up to get some cocaine from johnny uh yeah johnny's got a good stash oh, just got it on a boat <laughs> he got, brings it in from peru Pereira, darling. <laughs> Pereira. And, uh, oh, what up, what up, your nose? And, uh, <laughs> all night long, that's what I say. I've, I've never done coke, but I'd, I'd always wanted to, because I'd feel, I, I'd like to see what it was like, but I'd be worried it would be Moorish, you know? And it would be, uh, it'd be something that I'd, I'd uh, want to do more often. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. happy with cider. Ciders and wine serve me well. Like, I'm, I'm cool with those. I don't feel like I need an additional jolt 
But my dad uh, told me that Coke is actually really, really fun. Like he said, the first few times you take it, it's amazing. And it fires up all the neurons in your brain and everything. And it's crazy. So meaning he'd taken it. It was the 80s fires in New York. Fires them all off like, right, like yeah. rockets. Yeah. They don't come back. Like, your brain is like like this but he said the problem is it like burns them out and as you take more and more you have to take more and more to get the same effect and eventually you're just snorting coke and it's not having anywhere near the same effect so i thought so what you're telling me is if i did it once it would be really cool and exciting and then i as long as i stopped there i basically had the best coke experience i'm ever gonna have so why continue right. yeah well i think it's like um i've i don't know if you guys have ever played Brimworld before but you know you do if you do a lot of drugs in that game you develop a tolerance and then yeah. there's ne you can never do too much. I mean, you overdose sometimes, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but like you, you never get the same high. And then <laughs> what, happens, real life. <laughs> what happens is that you, you just develop side effects like lung cancer and like uh, cirrhosis. You're, yeah, you can get in your fucked kidneys up. And liter Take your drugs, and stuff. man. Yeah. Who knew? Like, yeah. first of all, it can um, fuck you up bad. Loads of people. Not loads, but I hear about it seemingly quite often. Maybe it's because I follow the kind of people who do this, but they go off into the jungle, right? Right. And they have one of these, like, and they go into the and they have, like, ay ayahuasca or something like that, like some kind of really crazy psychedelic thing experience in the jungle. And they always come back. Changed, like, man, it changed, changed my life, yeah, man. yeah. I'm, I don't look at anything the same way anymore. And I'm both at the same time terrified, but also kind of excited by this. Intrigued, because, yeah. Like, it like, like for those, for certain people, I've watched a few celebrities who've really struggled with like major depression. And they've been like, you know, I was absolutely going to kill myself. I was sure of it. And then I went and just spent a week shitting my pants in the jungle because I had terrible diarrhea, but also did shitloads of crazy fucking drugs with some natives. Right. You know, literally, literally sat on a fucking log in like a pair of straw pants around a campfire with loads of guys who fucking have got like 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 a, a tree log tree branch like through their nose you know and like two massive hooped earrings and they got like this really saggy face you know and they're all like sunburned and they got tattoos all over them and they're like semi naked and there's fucking you're breathing the smoke and you're up like thousand miles from anywhere and you're eating like caterpillars and you're fucking grinding up something off the back of a frog and fucking licking it. <laughs> And just going crazy, <laughs> and then you have all these fucking crazy psychedelic dreams. So I, can't, I, is, I can't imagine how bad it is. Lewis like, has just like, described Yogcon to you guys. <laughs> so it's be like. I wonder if part of it is this life-changing experiences that you have such a miserable time on your awakening journey. You think, you know what? My life is actually not that fucking well, bad. The these guys have branches in. through their eyes. Are they like fucking so glad that they're not led hot, like completely yeah. dead? They're like, that sucked so much. I'm actually never been happier to be yeah. a rich tech In a comfortable, like warm bed with like Netflix on my iPad. I think, I think, I, I think like... another one that would be good for that would be a situation similar to, if not exactly the same as uh, the game with Michael Douglas in it, right. you know? Turns out in the end, it was all just like a, a hoax. Remind me what happened in the God, game. God, that movie's so stupid. For, for those of us who aren't 45 years old, Sips, what happened in Michael Douglas' movie, well, The Game? Well, he was just like a normal guy, you know, just with a normal life. He had a wife and stuff. And then all of a sudden, his life just started to go absolutely nuts. Like, there was, all of a sudden, there was assassins after him trying to kill him. This is not the summary of the his, actual film, His, his wife... He's estranged from his, his ex-wife and his younger brother. And they, he's a wealthy investment banker. Yeah, he's his father commits suicide, and he's haunted by that. For his birthday, his friend, 
His, his brother gets him a gift for the game, like a voucher offered by a company called Consumer Recreation Services. Yeah. And the, his brother says it'll change your life. And that's when the game kicks off. Yeah. And uh, and it all goes nuts. So the the, the setup there was a is little. It, is wonky. that a metaphor for cocaine? I <laughs> maybe. There was all sorts maybe. of stuff that happened where he thought, "Is this still the game, or has my life become so shit, and I'm fighting for my life all the time now?" He couldn't tell. But then in the end, they were like, "Haha, don't worry about it, man. It was just the game." And then he was like, "Oh, phew." And then he appreciated <laughs> his life more phew. after that. Yeah. Oh, I so. love I love putting an F on the end of few. Phew. Phew. Yeah. All right, oh. do you want to know what happens? This is the, the end of the movie. He's running away for his life. There's troops after him, the CRS troops and all the rest of it. He's lost all his money and, uh, you know, he's gone. His life is over. I remember this movie. I saw this in the in the theater because it was like, yeah, well, whatever. We watched anything in those days. So here's a summary of the ending. He goes to the jungle. He takes a load of ayahuasca. He shits his pants for two weeks in a, in a fucking yeah. in a Listen, leaf nappy. This is more and realizes that actually all of the shit that he was dealing with was trivial. Compared to this wanky, horrible, diarrhea-soaked, yeah. soaking wet, horrible fucking drug-addled nonsense experience. All right, someone edit the Wikipedia page for the game, brackets 1997 film, to that. Okay. Yeah. And we'll see how long it stays up. Um, <laughs> Don't vandalize Wikipedia. Fuck it. <laughs> Do it. Sorry. It's the fucking wiki for the game. Yeah, Who nobody ki- gives a shit. Average viewership of that page is zero over the past... 30 years the problem or is, whatever. what's going to happen though? What's going to yeah. happen is people are going to be listening to this podcast. Simply going to mention the game. They're going to pause the podcast, look it up on Wikipedia, and be like, "What the fuck is this now?" The game is one of the few movies that I've watched in my life where I got to the end of it and I thought to myself, "I will never get that time back. I will never get yeah. that money back." Now, first of all, that was a David Fincher film, a good director, and this was one of his movies. I know, but it it still sucked. Really bad. It was the oh, Here's why Just it sucked. Think. Here's why it really sucked. 20 oh, years later, sorry. you got your value back with a fucking anecdote on this podcast, Sips. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll, make, I'll make the money back at least if somebody buys a fucking jug. So finally, you've converted that shitty movie into a cold hard It'll cash. have been worth it. Patreon. Yeah. All right, listen, listen, because this, this is where the film gets really stupid. It's stupid all the way through. But then at the end, the troops are closing in. He's got a gun. He sh- he shoots his brother when his brother comes through the door on the roof with a bottle of champagne, and he he's so devastated he throws himself off the roof. Okay, just like his dad did, and he throws himself off the roof and lands miraculously on a giant airbag. All right, and he finds that the whole room is full of his family and friends. And everyone telling him it was just a game, and I, I I remember seeing that and thinking, what if he jumped ten feet over to the left? But he lands bang in the middle of this airbag. It was all this ridiculous setup. I hated it. The ending was so stupid. The whole movie was stupid, but that ending absolutely drove me up the fucking wall. Yeah. It's like a Darren Brown thing. I've, I'm still not over it after all this time. It's awful. Have you seen yeah. those Darren Brown things where he tries to convince a guy to, I don't know, suck his dick? <laughs> suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Look into my eyes. Look deep into my eyes. You're sucking oh my, my dick God. now. This is Darren Brown's. <laughs> Suck my dick. That's right. <laughs> this, is the, this is the series where I'm trying to get a man to suck my dick. I've got 500 guests coming to my show, and by the end of it, one of them. All 500 all of them will have wrapped their lips around my dick. <laughs> we, we set the scene of sucking my dick in the minds of the contestants by bombarding them with images of them photoshopped sucking my dick. <laughs> 
Man, I would go see that. I would go see that. <laughs> he should totally do a show where he gets five hundred people to suck his dick. You'd be sucking his dick by the end. No, I wouldn't. Oh I've got God. tremendous willpower. His magic will not you work on me. Sips, but it'll trick you. You won't uh, even realize you're doing it. No, nah, I'm not. Go, this I'm is a lovely. This is a lovely magnum. I'm eating, and you know, actually, turns out. Wasn't yeah, you it? look up, and there's Darren Brown, and he's he's holding the magnum. Yeah, and you've got his dick in your mouth, telling you exactly. to to stroke the balls and work the shaft. <laughs> Can you imagine that? I would watch that if he had like I'm I'm whittling down the contestants to the people I think will be convinced to suck my dick more yeah. after the break. Yeah, and then it just comes exactly back, and there's a guy on his knees going to town on Darren's cock. Man, that would be an awesome porn. It would be incredible. I would watch that one. I, well, it wouldn't be, no, because then it, I want to know that this person, like afterwards, they always chat to them. I couldn't believe it when I, I sort of came round and Darren Brown's cock was in my mouth. Oh, you fair play to him. You know, he, 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 he totally can't, got can't me. Deny, he's, a, he's a genius, isn't it? I had no idea I was doing it, but yeah, it has obviously <laughs> devastated me emotionally. But yeah, it was worth it. Great show. Really fantastic. He's the best. A year later, <laughs> he's like in the jungle, like doing ayahuasca, trying to yeah. like fucking... Jesus. Suddenly, one of the tribes people removes a mask. It's Darren Brown. Oh, round two. So, uh, first of all, like about cocaine on toilets. I'm. This has been going on for years, right? Like, is, uh, a, is a toilet uh, a, a popular spot to do cocaine on? Yeah, it is. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What? You... Not not on the toilet, but on the surfaces. So near the mirrors and all the rest of it. Sure. There's like that little shelf. You do it there or in the toilet because you can close it. It's, where else can you get fine privacy in public? In the toilet. Oh, I thought you meant on the actual toilet. No, no, no. no. Right, do you okay. have to do it off surfaces? I mean, why, do, why can't you just put it on a little bit, bit of it on your finger or something? Is it just... You, is it... you can do that for sure. But if you're doing a big line, you want something nice and flat. And if you put it on your hand, then you've got cocaine on your hand. You just take a little bit out of the little white envelope. This is I, I only know this because I've seen it in movies, obviously. <laughs> I've never done it, like I said. I, I really want to. But they, they take it out of the envelope. They tap, 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 tap. Yeah. Yeah, tap and then it you out. put it on, and then they go, "Oh man, okay, Tony, let's get out there. We got a business deal." Woo! And they they go out and That's do their business right. deal. You're right, Matthew McConaughey. I think I've seen him do it like hundreds of times. What about when they just put a little tiny bit on like their pinky finger and snort it off of there? Oh yeah, that's just a pick me up. That's yeah. not a full line. You're just doing little. Yeah, just a oh, little tiny. You know, one. so you can a have tester. a little quick business deal. Tester, you just need 15 yeah. minutes of coke. You what don't about, need a full. What about buzz. like where you put it? up your um in your gums like up your top tip top lip, yeah they, they lip. do i don't know why they always do that in the movies i think that's the bit left over they rub it on their gums no, that's just to test it to see if it's good cocaine like no it, no they do it sometimes it. after they snorted it like if they sort it off the thing and then there's a bit on their finger and they rub it on their gums i don't know why maybe it makes your teeth feel maybe amazing you can't taste it like uh, yeah i think it's like uh, it probably stimulates your uh proto-neuronic um membrane I know that there, there are people do, that have injected do, 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 do. In, into their dick before. Yeah, There's I've heard about that. I heard. About and they that. get like a boner that doesn't go away. Like, and what about like uh, can... like those secret heroin users that like inject into their feet and stuff so that they can't. I, I don't know if that's for secret be, or because they burnt out the veins in their arms and legs. I always I thought that they did it because you, you're not likely to look at somebody's feet when you're, you know, like. You no. could see somebody's I, I, arm any time and be like, "Oh crap!" What do they call it? Track marks. Yeah, right? he's got but train, I, I train think tracks the, all up his. The thing is, the uh, the chemical going into your vein as often as they do it wears out the vein to the point where I mean that's why they have circulation problems. You see a lot of older addicts missing fingers and toes and yeah. eventually feet and hands because their circulation they fuck it by destroying the the veins. This is grim topic for a trifle. Well, I felt like this is one of the strongest ones we've done in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually enjoying this one, whereas the past 
Is it 20 or so? I feel like we have to counterbalance your pro-cocaine attitude with <laughs> yeah. some anti-drug propaganda. Don't do yeah. drugs. Don't do drugs. Well, now, so so now that weed is weed is decriminalized and being legalized uh, uh, in a lot of places, what's going to be next? Because now that every, like uh, my friend in Toronto said he goes out at lunchtime and everybody's just smoking doobies out there now. Yeah. It's just, it's just like so common for people to just, yeah. the same way you maybe go have a pint at lunch or whatever. People are just outside just smoking doobs and, and whatever. And I, I, I don't mind. I'm, I'm okay with it. I don't, I don't actually think it's dangerous or anything, but I, I just know what people are like. And I know that everybody is going to be clamoring around looking for the next thing, right, to legalize. Because now that they can just get weed and do a lot of weed or whatever, they're going to be looking for something else, right? They're going to be well, like, so, so, okay. I need something better. I need something to give me more of a kick. Did you ever read Brave New World? It was like a sci-fi book from the like thirties or forties. It was long, With very the so- old. Soma, very. I think old it was the fifties, but yeah, Soma was the the drug so that they was, gave there to was the people. A government issued drug called Soma, and basically, it kind of just like it was the idea that it was supposed to be like kind of chill, a chill out thing that would just the opiate for the masses. Yeah, yeah, it would it, kind yeah. of just they like keep keep people calm, keep people relaxed. Like you don't see people on weed getting into fights or like, you know, I do you know in the same way that alcohol kind of makes you yeah, yeah. rowdy. So so for example, walking in yesterday, I was walking through the the fountain area in Bristol, which is like kind of a nice central area. There's usually like people in the evenings like hanging out there playing music and stuff. It's very cosmopolitan. Yeah. It's like quite chill. Um and there was like this big police cordon around the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, there was loads of like big like blood pools on the ground and the loads of police like hanging around and stuff like doing some crime scene investigation um and i looked it up and it basically it was like three guys there was a there was a wounding okay so like that's what it says three guys were taken to hospital in like a it, it was it's called a wounding well that was a, but i guess it was like a stabbing or whatever um but some some guys had like obviously got into a fight at like four in the morning drunk and um gone and like stabbed each other and stuff and it was it was I'm just saying that you know it's not it's not the same sort of culture as people staying at home, eating loads of chocolate cookies and like binging Lord of the Rings, you know, for the fifteenth time. You know, it's not kind of it's not the same. No, it's more of a it's more of a. Um, whereas when you're when you're drunk and you're stabbing somebody, it's a very physical act that traumatizes somebody. But when you stay at home and eat cookies and ice cream and watch Lord of the Rings and then. When you're done all that and you go and start posting on an online forum, that's more of like a mental and psychological assault on people. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> doing and it's it does the same but, amount of damage, really. It just it's not as tangible, I don't think. So with cocaine, though, I mean, you could see how it would be, you know, these high powered bankers and guys in in like kind of the government might think it's a good thing to kind of keep awake or go through the spreadsheets or sort something out or like but honestly like you think like they'd just be coming up with loads of terrible ideas i guess anything like uh, i i'm very scared for example um fall into a hang on let me see i don't know why i found that funny sorry i wanted to get this out of my i'm very scared to like drink or 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 do any um like like do any smoke any weed or anything before i do any recording or stuff or streams right well what if you accidentally get your dick out or something and then you get banned that's not what i'm concerned about oh so much. right okay i'm more concerned that's that, my like, number one actually i, I... <laughs> i'm more concerned that i won't be able to 
do it without it or i'll be scared to oh, like you're, oh you're oh you know so you got like a long thing a long game in mind yeah i yeah. like i don't mind like drinking on on, on when i'm doing stuff casually but i, I don't want to like make it a thing that's required do you, do you see what i mean like in order yeah. to like like if you're drinking to fall asleep do you know what i mean or if you're like you know taking a pill to fall asleep it can very quickly become a thing that you have to do yeah you rely um, on it and i think a lot of people scary, who become yeah. addicted to things start that way it that becomes they it becomes habitual through uh, necessity or or well that's this opiate or crisis what they in, think uh, is, is in America is isn't ne- it is necessary you know I they, think like I lo- loads of people opiates. got got to, no 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 loads of people got prescribed them for pain this is my understanding yeah. of it uh, I, I've I've read about it and they, it was things like do- doctors in America are very very quick to prescribe quite strong painkillers yeah. for things that are fairly mild. That a lot of people like over here, the NHS would say take some ibuprofen and some paracetamol. Whereas in America, obviously, you've got if you're a doctor, you want to give people the level of treatment where they think, oh man, that doctor was amazing. Because yeah, you're high as fuck on opiates. Of course, you're going to think your doctor's amazing. Sure. And you're going to go back there. Yeah. So, so so exactly, they give you these opiates. The prescription runs out. They're like, you don't need them anymore. But you're like, hmm. But now I'm addicted to opiates. So now I'm going to be a fucking heroin addict or whatever. Yeah. And that's like one of the problems that they've had is people who were previously on prescriptions. I'm not going to say legitimate prescriptions because I don't think most people need opiate level painkillers for back pain like you that that needs to be no, so fucking serious right. for that what to it happen. is it's like an indian takeaway right if you go to an indian takeaway they're not going to like make it healthy they're going to put double cream in there and like all the fatty stuff and butter sauce it's going to be fucking delicious because they're going to want you to come back and have it again yeah. like, there, there's and when no that incentive indian takeaway closes down yeah. and you're still hanging and you're and hard, cream, yeah. exactly. you're sucking on a cow yeah. you're going to find a cow in a you're field and suck try the cream right out yeah. fucking low calorie one it tastes like shit you know yeah. it's never going to be as good and that's that's just the downward spiral and you know you fit yeah. rock bottom when you wake up and you can't remember what you did last night, but Darren Brown's dick is in your mouth. <laughs> exactly. You're licking <laughs> a fucking Darren frog. Brown. You're licking Darren Brown's dick. Darren Brown. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, so this week, right? Okay, last week we did, um, we did a stream, a Triforce uh, live stream, which, which, which period backed out because we were playing, me and were playing Path of Exile, right? Uh-huh. Now we're probably going to stop this this stream in future because I want to. I, I, it's, it doesn't work, right? Because we're all too different. I want to play like very different things to what P Flex and Sips want to play. I know. Anyway. I can't. I, I, I understand Flax. I under. I understand Flax's uh, involvement in this uh, and his his gaming habits. I understand the. Per- I don't understand yours at all, though. No, like, I don't know what you play or what you want to play well, or anything. I'm I'm weird, but anyways, last week we played Path of Exile yeah. and uh, Sips. Um, and, and I, I quit playing that type of game before because it kind of the flashing lights and the repetitiveness of it made me feel a bit sick. But right. I've really got it's got its claws into me this week. And Have you been play playing Exile it all week? Um, wow. And to the point where I actually have like. I've hurt myself. Like I feel like my hands are, are sore. Really? And I don't know whether it's just muscle pain from working out. Like the amount, the amount of clicking and button pressing and hey, spamming. Some I've sort been of playing. baby or something. I played it like a ton <laughs> this week. It's pretty <laughs> fun. <laughs> exactly. Maybe I'm not used to it. Maybe I'm not used to playing. Like maybe it's just my hands are like. I feel like an old, old arthritic man currently. Yeah. With like, hey, you're hands. talking to an old arthritic man. And if I went to the doctor in Britain, he'd be like. Fucking piss off, you idiot! Get out. Whereas if I went to the 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 doctor in America, they'd be like, "This is the strongest shit we got, mate. Yeah, this will fucking sort you right out." And they they could be like, "This is the double cocoa dydamol 
double cocaine filled paracetamol aspirin loaded with like got coated in fucking extra pain killing juice. Nice. Like, what? That's what they give you. They give you. I love like, the way that all the doctors in America are, are East End villains. Apparently. Well- <laughs> <laughs> well, you but, didn't dare do your American accent, which I quite like. You hear You're, about this a oh, bit. Oh, man, Lewis, American accent. Well, you're some country doctor. Hell, I've been your family doctor for now 50 right. years it, now. That's a, it, yeah, that's the thing. In, in If you're in Britain uh, and the bad guy's American, he almost uh, always exclusively is like from the bayou and it has like overalls on with no shirt underneath. And yeah. uh, is is trying to molest you or something? That's the um, that's the typical American bad guy. But then, if you're American, the typical British bad guy is eccentric and wearing a top hat and a monocle, and is is into weird a sex and stuff. Typical cocaine user, probably yeah. drugs. So, the, 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 but like, we, I get mean like the Hollywood doctor. Do you know what I mean whenever anyone like I saw this week that um, Patrick Stewart was talking about how he has his Hollywood doctor whatever. And when I was in Hollywood, I went to my doctor there and he said, I should try some of this weed stuff. And uh, well, lo and behold, before I knew it, I loved the stuff. And I was watching Lord of the Rings all bloody night, watching my friend and, and having some ice cream and then posting online about it. <laughs> Jeremy, like, like he was like, Jeremy, like he, uh, that Hollywood doctor kind of thing is, is very different to... Yeah, they'll give you whatever you want. Well, They're yeah. basically dealers. They are basically dealers, yeah. I suppose it's like the equivalent of a private doctor here, but I, I mean, I've never really seen... At that what... point in your life, though, your issues are so complex, you kind of need somebody like that who will just give you some wild and outlandish drug that'll just also, get you right fuck off it. your tits. If I was Patrick Stewart's age, I'd be doing whatever I wanted. He's rich. He's got he's surrounded. I mean, I bet he could get some young poontang if he wanted. Uh, he could just fucking beam it to his is house. Is Patrick Stewart at that level? Really? Dude, it's Patrick Stewart. I know it's Patrick Stewart, but it doesn't strike me as a typical Hollywood rich guy, you know? Like I always just figured he was just sort of Really? Yeah. I, I don't know nah. why. It just doesn't I have that. I think he's British and chill back. Yeah, I reckon he comes back to Britain and then has his like stays in a, a little a little country house and reads books in a little a- a- annex. And he's you know. out there fucking as much young pussy as he can, snorting coke off their ass. <laughs> right. I guarantee you, he's having a whale of a time. I'm, I'm going to Google this. You're gonna you're gonna walk around one alleyway in Twickenham one night, and there's gonna be Darren Brown there with his dick out, <laughs> Patrick, Patrick Stewart's. We Net. have some business to settle. Net. Now Net suck worth. this man's dick. Engage. Patrick Stewart's net worth is a, is uh, estimated at $70 million. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He was born in 1940, uh, and he was born in uh, Murfield, West Riding, Yorkshire. He, now, I, I th- I'm trying to remember what team he's a f- fan of. Is it Sheffield United or is it Burnley? I can't remember what team he supports. Um, team. Let me see. He is. <laughs> oh God! There's a lot of there's a lot of info here about Huddersfield. Huddersfield. I don't know how That's much it. of this is is true though. I, let's let's see. What's okay? Lewis Brinley. Look at the. Oh my God! Worth. I just found this unbelievable picture of him and Ian McKellen. This is fucking unbelievable. Okay. They always From post January 2014. Lewis, there's a picture of him and Ian McKellen. I'm gonna link you guys this tweet. This is gold. Chad, <laughs> listen to this. Lewis Allen Brinley, also known as Zephos, is one of the founders of Yogscast. 
uh, a YouTube channel connected to World of Warcraft, Minecraft, and other known games. His estimated net worth is $3 million. Who? Wow. That Lewis Allen Brinley. Not, we're not talking about Patrick Stewart anymore. All right. Let's see. Let's, $3 million. Let's see Lewis, what mine can you is. Give, can you pay off my mortgage, please? This is according to the internet, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't even find mine. I can't even find mine. There's no... There's no there's no net worth for me. Sips is worth like I'm three, worth nothing. three Twix bars. I, I googled my net worth and there's a picture of a guy, like a stock photo of a guy with his pockets turned out looking sad. Perian <laughs> Flax net worth. <laughs> Ted J. Forsyth. Full name being Edward Joseph Forsyth, also known That's as Perian J. Flax. Wait, who said it's Edward Joseph Forsyth? Uh, this is on the Yogscast wiki, apparently. <laughs> so wrong. Yeah. My middle name is not Joseph. Isn't your first name Theodore as well? Perian Edward Joseph. <laughs> Okay. Being listed as Edward <laughs> Joseph Forsyth. According to YouTubeMoney.com, Perian Flax's net worth in 2019 is $0. <laughs> 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 I told you. I told you. Oh, wow. Picture of a guy with his pockets turned out, hands up. My middle name is James. It's not Joseph. <laughs> That's incredible. Joseph. Joseph. It's not even spelled Joseph. It's Joseph. J-O-S-E-F. Oh, God. That's hilarious. You must have made that joke somewhere. No, I don't think I ever did. I don't know where they've got this we from. We do a lot of crap. You do all sorts of shit all the time. You did a podcast yesterday with someone else. I heard you were cheating I've on us. I've never... I did cheat on you. I've never said my name is... My middle name is Yosef. Well, you did another podcast? Yeah. When are we going to get to hear it? He said it was good as well, Sips. He said it was, he didn't it was, talk it was about a fun podcast, chat. It was, I thought I brought it up just to annoy him. Yeah, Who was it, it with? Funny. Who was it with? I don't want to say. It hasn't come out yet, oh. and I don't know if it's been publicized yet. Well, it's not a big deal. It's they might not use it. They're Look, right, I was thinking of you guys the whole time. Did you make? Right? Did you it's, talk it's... about pooping and butts and, and vaginas a lot, or did you have no, to tone no, it down? It was very different. No. blowjobs? No, none of this stuff came up. Know, <laughs> it man. came up? Well, no. what were you doing? What were you, you, you talking to? You got to guide the conversation round to this stuff, P-Flax. You're not an amateur. Yeah. Come on. God. It was, it was, uh, I don't want to talk about it. All right. Fine. Fair enough. I should talk to all of you. No, okay. So I, 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 I read this thing a long time ago that like some insane statistic of toilets in London have cocaine in them. So it doesn't surprise me that like, I think you can find trace amounts of anything on anything though as well. Like, because of the way the world works, you know? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Small particles of cocaine will spread themselves over the whole fucking toilet over right. the course of years. Yeah, but it, it's where they were. I mean, these were specifically toilets that would have been used. Then And it's not like they're just in the centre of town. You think I mean, it's if like you a went private to, toilet? Yeah, they're like in, around the offices. It's not somewhere that people would normally go and do coke. You'd, you'd go there because you worked there. You didn't want to caught, get caught doing it in your office, so you'd pop to the bogs and do them in there. That's, that's the point. Is it's where they are. I mean, if you were at the Buckingham Palace and you swabbed the toilets in there and coke came up, you wouldn't say, "Oh, this stuff just gets around, doesn't it?" You'd be like, "Fuck me! Someone that's here is doing coke at, at Buck Powell." Bournemouth, Bournemouth University. I did not go to Bournemouth University. Where is this coming from? Bournemouth University. We tested all toilets oh. in the entire Bournemouth University, and every single toilet came back positive for cocaine. Yeah, of course. You it see did. these things all the time. Yeah, but I don't know if it means much though. Uh, like, like all of the all of the, every tube every tube state every tube train. I mean obviously like people are doing cocaine. It's not that it's not that um surprising. You know what I mean? Like I I I don't really get why it's such a big deal that MPs have done it and why they feel like they have to talk about it and stuff as well. Like I mean, drugs are I I know they're not like an an acceptable part of culture per se, 
but most people will come into contact with them at some point in their life, right? Probably, right. probably their no, young, imagine their if, young life. Imagine if, imagine well. if I was lecturing you right. about the perils of drinking uh -huh. and trying to outlaw drinking uh -huh. whilst holding a can of cider. Well, it's I, I get, I get that. That's the that's the problem. Is you can't moralize to people and tell them what they can and can't do and say this must stop whilst doing it yourself. Yeah, but I think you're, you're, you're speaking you're, you're speaking on behalf of people who can do it responsibly and and moderately uh, and you're and and in doing so you're trying to help people who aren't doing that, right? Who who are becoming hopelessly addicted to it or abusing it or whatever. So what you're saying is I can handle it and you can't. No, I don't. That's what that's what you're saying. No. Not not between you and me, but that's what they're saying is look this isn't for the rest of you, because you guys can't handle it, but we can. So we're going to do it, but we're going to criminalize the rest of you and lock people up for even having it, but we're going to do it anyway. That That's the problem that people have, is you can't hold a platform, and no one in any walk of life can hold a platform where they tell other people that they can't do something while they themselves do it, because that's bullshit. If you're actively doing it, but I think, I think to say, oh, I did it when I was 15 and I thought you should know, I don't see how that matters at all. Like, uh, I, don't, I don't see why anybody it, would care. Is it a bit like, though, right? Is it a little bit like if you're doing VR, okay, let's have a VR headset and you've got, like, imagine just having sex with some super hentai sexy lady, right? You've right. got a full VR kit on, right? You've got the hat. You got the dick attachment. You got like the fucking boobs, virtual boobs, like that you feel. I don't know. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't do it. I'm not a big. I don't know. I'm sure there's all this weird shit out there. But sounds like you do it, honestly. But. <laughs> that's like the same as okay, an MP doing cocaine, right? They have they have all of the lovely accoutrement and it's all beautiful. It's not the same if I was like in a dirty fucking homeless alley with Darren Brown there at the other end, going, oh, "How you doing? Am I getting into your head yet, mate?" Um, and and I've got my VR headset. It's like not the time. Do you know what I mean? It's not the time to do that. It's not. It's not the same. I can't be like, oh, I want to have sex with a sexy Japanese. Oh, senpai San Luis. Oh, you, touch this, me. this analogy you've lost yeah, me like really early on. Lost. I don't, uh, know don't where get this me wrong. I do have a boner, but I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> He's guilty about it. That's I guess what yeah, I'm trying to say. When is when, that, it, when like, it leaks out that I've been doing this stuff, don't judge me too harsh. Did they think that they? Uh, they're, they're, they're in their circumstance they're able to do it properly and and do you know what i mean that that somehow they're deluded into thinking that 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 what the what that they can have so this is always the case in every single like thing like you hear about old kim jong un or whatever going to disney and having the internet and watching movies and like the um, like do you know what i mean and 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 that being like you know the people at the top like having everything but then deciding that everyone below them can't have it. It, it even like you know yeah i think it is it is like that p flex it's, it's they want their cake also they the, want to keep their cake bear in mind that cake. yes they want to keep the cake and they don't want to share the cake but the thing is they're talking about stuff they did in the past but they're still busting people of that were their age when they did it like if if you come out and say i did coke when i was 20 but i'm clean now and i still don't want people to do coke it's all right so you're saying that 20 year olds can do coke or are you saying that they're not or that, that if they do it it's a mistake and it, that's okay i just don't know i i honestly just don't know why anybody cares like it's just I don't there are even, lots of people in prison for this shit, Sips. That's why. I don't even think. Yeah, well, I, fair enough, but I, I don't even think it's newsworthy for somebody like you know Boris Johnson or Michael Gove to say, "Oh yeah, I did 
cocaine one time or whatever. Who fucking cares? Of co- like, we we know that you're a, a, an asshole behind the scenes. We can just about imagine the kind of shit that you get up to, like without you rabbiting on about you doing cocaine when you were twelve years old. Nobody fucking cares. Like, I, I certainly do not give a fucking shit about that at all. But you'll hear about it time and time again, like it's a big deal sort of thing. I think it's. I, I just think it's crap. I just think it's stupid. I don't. I. I think these people. I just drink their own bathwater. Honestly, they just think they're the most important people in the world, and that everybody cares so much about what they've done or or what they haven't done or whatever. And I think that if most people just sat down and really thought about it, you can imagine that this guy probably does about a billion things a day that you disagree with because he is an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I don't think he should, he should be judged for that one thing that he did when he was like 15 years old, that he's probably just deflecting you away from how he's acting right now anyway. You know what I mean? He's probably like, yeah, I agree with that. I, I can handle sure. them thinking that I'm a, a dingus for this because actually when I go home, I'm, I'm beating somebody relentlessly every day or whatever. And I don't want them to find out about that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just garbage. That's what Boris Johnson called the dead cat chuck a dead cat on the table. So what happens is everyone's talking about something that you don't want them to talk about that's bad. So what you do is you toss a dead cat on the table and suddenly suddenly everyone's talking about the dead cat on the table. Yeah. He, he, there was, he, he wrote some article about this. I think that's a, a thing that a lot of people do as PR control is you throw them a bone and they talk about the bone rather than what you what they actually yeah should what be they about. should right. really be focusing on like uh, like are you actually good for this job that you're about to get no yeah in, let's in any talk about what you did about when anything. you were twelve instead because somehow that's more important like it's so stupid it's just it's just dumb it drives me nuts as well that people just lap up all this shit as well it's uh, people like gossip I, I think it should be like Minority Report right you know, the Minority Report is like about future crime it was a warning okay. by the way yeah, it's a warning, it was a warning yeah. just saying so it's like Minority Report is like all about like finding people before they commit crimes right yeah. so like but you could like you could scale that back it's like I know this guy is gonna have some cocaine on him let's arrest him right yeah okay before he gets the cocaine right but I think we should do it retroactively like Michael, you know, these guys said they had cocaine on them. Yeah. I, I mean, that's like a confession that, that you were having cocaine. Let's get him in prison. Oh, we have this photo, actually, of you doing exactly what you said. And unfortunately, now you're under arrest. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so what? I was 15. No, sorry, you're going to jail, You should have buddy. told us about it, mate. <laughs> you should not have opened your mouth. Like, you got you away with it until You got now. away with it, but now you're fucked. You lost your job. You're Into going to prison jail. with you. Yeah. Why is Darren Brown in my prison cell? <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> you not watch his new series, I can't mate. Sleep. What's We've wrong? All been What's wrong, it? Michael Gove? How come you can't sleep? Oh, it's a ghost ship. <laughs> <the jail>. <laughs> That'll stop people doing drugs. That'll stop. Yeah. If it, if nothing else will, that that definitely will. Right. There's good Don't... drugs. There's bad drugs. Okay. Weed yeah. is now a good drug. It's all right. Cocaine it's an all right is drug. Still a bad drug unless you're a certain amount of rich or you work in the city. In which case, it's a good drug. Yeah. I wanted to do LSD for a very long time, but Mrs. F banned me from doing it why she was like you're crazy enough as it is there's uh, like some residual stuff that can like sit in your spine for like uh, years and stuff right like in lsd sounds awesome yeah, no. sounds like the best value for money drug you can do. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like chew- i think that's like the chewing gum thing 
You know, if you eat chewing yeah. gum, it gets stuck in your you stomach. You stretch it out a bit, there's still some flavor, no problem. Facts. So you might, you might want to run for like local government or adopt a child or something <laughs> one day, and they're going to have, they'll do a drugs test on you, and they'll find that in your system. They'll find that they, LSD. They could just look up this fucking podcast and he's fucked. Yeah. There's no way yeah. any of us are running for any form of government ever. But a hundred incriminating episodes <laughs> to, to go through. I, I, I want vlogs. somebody to run for government who's just straight up. Like somebody who, who just turns up and, and is really popular and gets voted in or whatever, and and there's no bullshit whatsoever. They're like, yeah, I went through a period of about ten years where I smoked weed every day, and, uh, <laughs> and and you're just like, you know what, this guy's straight up. Maybe he's gonna suck at the job, but at least he's telling the truth. But maybe if he's maybe if he's telling policy. the truth to that extent, again, it's like the dead cat on the table, right? Maybe there's like worse things <laughs> behind the scene. <laughs> You never know. You never know. The oh, 10 God. years before you spoke, we for 10 years, you spent in prison with Darren Brown. Yeah, yeah. Oh. He was doing like a fritzel the whole time. It's like, yeah, I used to smoke weed every day. It's no problem. Like, I'm still going to win. And then they find out that he's locked up like se- seven generations of his family in a dungeon under his God, house. God, Jesus. <laughs> and all the kids are his. Oh. Some of you are going to hear a story in the next few days that I have. <laughs> A dungeon in my house. These rumors are true. I wanted to come out and admit, yes, I have 50 people locked up in my house. When I was 15, I did have a dungeon in my house when I was 15, but I haven't had a dungeon for at least 20 years now. So, <laughs> I promise. It's upgraded from a dungeon to more of a lair now. So When, I, when, I, when we first started it off, there was no lasers and there was no shark tank or anything. And now, as you can see, we've come a long way. We've built the shark we've tank. We've dug to the very core of the earth, and uh, I have actually created a race of mole people through years of selective breeding. But if we want to talk about policy, I'm here to talk about policy. I don't really want to focus on my lair. Oh my god. So, um, LSD, right? Right. Obviously. Yeah. Coming off of that topic and right onto this one. Yeah, ready. The things I know about LSD is that, first of all, it's quite complicated to make. Actually, it's quite a difficult chemical. I wasn't going to make it. But that changes how it's available it's like right? on a little piece of paper right and you just put it in your mouth you put it in your mouth and I let it so. soak in yeah it's like on a little stamp yeah, or yeah. so yeah um it, you don't need it you don't need a very big dose that's the other thing a very very small dose it's like literally a tiny dr- a drip it's much much stronger than yeah. some other things which you need a big old you know snifter of or like a whole a whole pipe filled with it or whatever um and yeah like i, I remember like that i think for some reason like it's there were there was a big lsd manufacturer who made like i don't know like a, a lot of the world supply and he got shut down or whatever eventually and so i think i don't i don't know if you can find it anymore but i recommend like I don't recommend what am i saying i don't recommend you try lsd at all <laughs> but if if there were a drug that i was like had to try I think LSD would be... Man, it's not very popular anymore. Listen to this. 10% of people in the United States have used LSD at some point in their lives. As of, 20, as of 2017. While so far this year, only 0.7% of people in the in the US have used it. It was most popular right. in the 60s let's, let's, up until the 80s. Let's bring back LSD. Yeah. All right, let's bring it back. Bring it back in a big way. LSD is typically either swallowed or held under the tongue. It is most often sold on blotter paper and less commonly as tablets or in gelatin squares. There's uh, There are no known treatments for addiction if it occurs, but it addiction? does not appear to be addictive, although tolerance may occur... If uh, with use of increasing doses. 
Yeah. Just like Rimworld, yeah. you were right all along. It was uh, it was developed in 1938. Oh, uh, and it's derived from lysergic acid, a chemical from the fungus ergot. Ergot. So yeah. the more you know, uh, if somebody, if uh, whoever edits this, can play the jingle uh, over that too. That would be awesome. Today we learned about LSD. What did you learn about today at school, Jimmy? We learned about LSD at school today. What the Did fuck's... you know that it was developed in 1938 by Albert Hoffman? <laughs> <laughs> Useless. Yeah, yeah but good, like, good to know. some of these things have interesting like uses. Like they, yeah. they always talk about using like weird stuff to treat weird stuff. Like you know, but but it's obviously such a, a kind of once you make something. I don't know. Like, what well, it feels like once you make something available for, for broad medical reasons, like marijuana, it's kind of a quick, quick process to making it recreational from there because you you massively uh, like increase the supply. You know, yeah. I think, I think, I think that's I, I could be completely wrong about that, but I thought that one of the reasons LSD had kind of fallen out of favor was the supply problem. Uh, but maybe I'm completely wrong. I don't know. That, so. It says as I'd of 2011 in Europe, a typical cost of a dose uh, is uh, four euros and fifty cents. Oh, that's a bargain. Well, between four euros and fifty cents and twenty-five euros. So I guess it scales it's still up. A bargain. You can maybe get some for like, really potentially life-changing. Long-lasting. Well, in, in the know. 1950s, the CIA believed that the drug might be useful for mind control, so they tested it on people, MK some without Ultra. their knowledge, in a program yeah. called MK Ultra. Yeah. If you've not seen all that, read all that, it's really interesting. Like a rabbit hole of interesting stories. Yeah, of course. The CIA yeah. tested that on people. It had a lot of problems, and people have dramatized it in lots of ways. Cause it was kind of interesting, government scary stuff, especially with all the drug adult stuff. Like so often, TV shows go into this. Like I started watching this show on on Netflix, and I couldn't. I couldn't get on with it because it was called it's called Night Flyers, okay? Right. And it was basically a bunch of... That's based of, on a Stephen King short story, isn't it? About vampires? A bunch of dysfunctional guys on a spaceship, but they bring like oh. um, a super powerful <laughs> No telepath. <laughs> there is a There is a Stephen King short story called The Night Flyer about a vampire. No, I love that. I, I love how you... <laughs> <laughs> Literally the opposite of that. space. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I don't remember... Stephen King being involved in the unrelated uh, to that. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, carry on. And they have this like telepathic guy, but he's kind of like a chav. He's like a, a tele, like a like a psychopathic telepathic chav. Okay, yeah. and he is just the the writing, just everything about it is just awful. Man, flex, coming... somebody's stealing bodega. It sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> To a T, to a T. It's awful. It sounds like Bodega. It sounds just like, no, no Bodega's good, though. I mean, it oh, sounds shit. better than that anyway. Jeez. Should, should be ready soon, right? I've come off the back. Yeah, I've ready. actually been editing Bodega. I've fixed about 800 grammatical mistakes, and yeah. spelling errors in it um, so Wait, far. some of those are meant to be there. No, no, I've, I've left all of the intent. I've fixed the, the, the re- you've put ellipses in. You know the ellipsis? It's, um... Three dots. Dot, dot, dot. Uh-oh. Yeah. You put four dots for oh, some reason. God. But sometimes Jeez, you put I'm five so dots. Sorry. But sometimes you put Jeez. two dots. Sometimes you put six dots. Sometimes you don't leave a space afterwards. Sometimes you Flex. do. Sometimes you don't capitalize after it. Sometimes you Fucking do. You dickhead. are the. I love Bodega because it is literally Pyrian's telling a story and he's just it's so excited to get it out on the paper. Right. And I, and I feel like part of me should have left it all as this naturally excited stream of consciousness yeah. where you were just so excited to get it out um, but part of me has been like very 
very much like because I used to be an editor. Right. So I, I, when I read it, I was like, I'm going to go through and fix all this. So I fixed yeah. it. Yeah. So you put on your fedora and your tor- turtleneck and you got <laughs> sat down in your living room and you got rolled up your sleeves and you got stuck right in. You got I licked my pen. Look, I you printed licked- it all out on paper. <laughs> I got my red pen. I was like, Period. Well done. Seven out of ten for this chapter. Very good. Very good. I like the use of projector. Right, I, I don't want anyone to be annoyed by a bad grammar or the inconsistencies in it. Like that's that's not. There's nothing charming about that. That's not. That's not character to no. a book. That's just. That's just bad. So I'm. I'm glad you did that. And honestly, I knew someone was going to have to edit it. And I just thought they can tidy up all this shit. I just want to get the story out. It's. It's. So it's it, easy it was just laziness. I'm it, just a lazy. Like, you also. What did you fucking write it in? Because most of the most of the <laughs> things programs fix all this shit for you these yeah. days. Like it's very Le- hard. Libre to, like, Office. I, I didn't. I didn't want to have to spend money on. Are you on like words, George so R. R. Martin writing in a fucking? Wait, can you just writer? use like a, like a Google uh, Docs? Just use Google Drive with Grammarly yeah. installed. I didn't know about that. Oh. Sorry about promoting Grammarly, but I uh, Daff Daff basically spelled used to spell every single thing wrong on the Yorkscast Twitter, and I was like. Every time I saw it, a little bit of me would die, and I eventually got into still Grammarly. Oh, it's been oh, so much man. better. Sound like you're a fucking riot at parties, Lewis. You must <laughs> just be the toast of the fucking party when you turn up. Just you've just unfortunately Way hit one of my raw nerves. I'm sure since you have little raw nerves that are only unique <laughs> yeah, to you, no, that really I, irritate I you, it's do, probably yeah. like, oh, I hate it when people leave the coal out, and don't put it back in the shed. Oh, when they the leave coal. the coal out, and I need to barbecue. You know what? The coal's been all you wet. You know what a big one for me is? A big one for me is uh, the, is people eating. I, if uh, if I'm in a room where there's no background uh, noise or, or anything, and I can oh, hear I the sound of people, hear eating. people eating. Oh my god, I could I could murder somebody. It drives me absolutely that. nuts. I hate it. The smacking and grunting. I, and ha- shit. I have a vision of Lewis arriving at a party though. Some guys bought a load of booze. Some guys bought a load of coke. Some guys bought a load of LSD, and he's brought a load of subscriptions to Grammarly. He's just got a box full of pencils as well, so you could just go around and like correct. Well, it's it's gra- nice because it like spell checks your fucking Twitter and your eBay auctions and stuff. And so when Daff wrote, when Daff was doing the eBay auctions for the charity thing, he spelled. Um, I think he spelled a word wrong. But it was four. There were four misspellings in one word. Right. One word spelled. Well, come on. Four I mean, ways wrong. He's a young guy. Like, Some words are complicated. You know, like words that have two M's or two S's in them and stuff. That, that can trip you up sometimes. Even with like the best education, you can't remember all that. Jeez. No. And do you know what? I am terrible too. Like as I've, as because I'm so used to using these these tools that I sometimes just can't fucking spell shit anymore. Like no, I used to I be great either. at spelling. I, and I, now I, I, I suck just, at typing I'm, now too. I'm, I'm really the slow worst. at typing the older I get. Like I feel like I'm so lazy though as well with keyboard. typing. Like I won't even try and type something incorrectly. I'll just sort of roughly aim it. And then usually that gives me a correction. You know, it's like I'm just getting slacker and slacker. Yeah. I mean, my my you should see like some of my fucking like text messages before they get sent. I just like just split. It's like I'm dr- like on fucking super drugs. Like uh, like I've just licked a toad and I've like got Darren Brown's dick in my mouth. I'm trying to send you a fucking message. Nice. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> maybe post the picture of that next time you send the message as well, like uh, as an accompanying <laughs> article. Honestly, pictures. I I mostly just I just isn't it weird how now I don't really make notes. I just take pictures of stuff. I I like take yeah. pictures of things to remind me. It's like tying and used to be tie used to tie a knot in your handkerchief to remind you to do something. You know. 
Now oh, I just wow, my gosh. what are you, 103? Who does that? Uh, nobody. My, my not, dad not a single still person does. has ever done that, I don't think. My dad still does that. He always has a handkerchief and it's and it's got a knot in it. He has to remember to do something important. Right. What? What if he forgets to look at his handkerchief? Yeah, well, what if he doesn't have to ever blow his honker all day? You're always as a dad, you're always getting your handkerchief out for something. Someone's always spilled something somewhere. I, I've never owned or used a handkerchief. What's like appropriate use of a handkerchief though? Because you use it to blow your nose and then you put it back in your pocket it's disgusting that is really gross what? but what if you use it to like wipe up uh, like a small spill or something like that too and then you have to put it back in your pocket or like dab your sweaty brow you're yeah, not that's, sweaty that's enough that's dad gross. p-flex gross oh my god that must I stink. sweat plenty what I do is wash or I use a piece of kitchen paper if I, if I ah. need to if I've been out and it's really <laughs> hot you're not even dab I, it I, up I use, you're wasting killing the environment I just use the kitchen bottom of paper. my shirt when I'm sweaty <laughs> just you lift the bottom <laughs> of my shirt and fucking <laughs> Just uh, do it like that. Yeah, but if if I'm like out or I'm with people, I won't do that. Oh, but I otherwise, do it yeah, no I'll matter just, what. Or I'll just I'll slick my hand across my head till my hand is covered in sweat, and then I'll flick my hand. You guys, oh. you guys ever sweat <laughs> when you? Uh, do you guys ever sweat when you eat, or sweat just before you're about to eat? Do you or do you know anybody? No, who I, does swe- that? I sweated on the other night when I had a really hot curry. I That's was sweating different. under my That's eyes. That's different. Yeah, but like, just I'm talking food in general. Like you're about to sit no. down to eat like I, a fried egg. I don't get excitedly sweaty before a meal. Not typically. I, no. The only time I get sweaty is it. Re- I get really, really, really sweaty when I'm playing poker. <laughs> or um, like I, it's, I think it's only then, honestly. Like just every time I'm like in that tense competitive game environment, like around the table, I just, every poker night yeah. I've done, I'm just stripping with I sweat. Find I, I don't might, know where I, it comes from. I, I get sweaty if I talk on the phone for too long. Like it, you know, like have you ever talked on the phone for like an hour and then you look down and your your pits are just soaked? And you're like, what? The with hell? your crush? Why am yeah. I sweating so much whilst talking on the phone? It's so weird, isn't it? Like it, that is you know, and weird. I'm not. Like, it's not like I'm exercising while I'm talking. I'm just sitting there talking on the phone, and I'm like, do you get like? Do you get like what? What feelings are you having? Are you enjoying it, or are you anxious about it? Or I don't. Why? Well, no, it's like, like just a pretty neutral feeling. I think like it's not one way or the other. Sometimes I'm just like I really don't want you to get be sweaty when you're. Phone. So you get sweaty on neutral feelings, not exciting or. I guess so. Yeah. Feelings. Well, it only seems to be if I, I get clammy, like if I'm on the phone too long. It's really weird. I don't know. Right. That is weird. That is weird. Uh, and the only other time I'll I'll sweat a lot is you know like. You know when you fall asleep and that first half hour to an hour of sleep is like a really deep sleep? Sometimes that'll be disturbed for some reason. I'll wake up hmm. and I'm sweating like crazy. Like I've got the drug for you. Opiates. All right. <laughs> Opiates. Helps with sweats. Yeah, helps yeah. with I sleep. I remember one time. Oh, they're like, fucking great. It's, it's not consistent either. Like most nights I, I'm dry as anything, but... Some nights. Try kitchen roll. And I, I haven't peed the bed. It's not, I don't, it's just my <laughs> head that sweats. Like, I remember one time I woke up and I, it must have had a fever or something. Cause like, I woke up and my, my pillow was just like fucking soggy. I was sweating so much. I had to like flip it over and stuff. It was really gross. I like, sweat a lot when I sleep. I don't know why. Everybody does though, but you just don't really oh. notice it. Like, well, I, apparently you sweat out like a pint of liquid every night. But I've changed over because it's really hot, humid. I've changed over just, just the other day from um like a full my normal duvet to just just the, the fucking duvet cover yeah, I just took same, the duvet same. Out. Oh god. So now I, I'm just I, I find that I need weight on me what like And I haven't been anywhere near as sweaty as I was before. I need a heavy duvet. Just put a 
get a heavy bag of potatoes and rest it on your sheet. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it just feels weird sleeping with just the sheet. Like, the temperature's not right. You know, like it has to be perfect. Yeah, we get used to it. You got to get a high thread count. <laughs> you gotta get <laughs> you gotta get a hundred percent cotton with a really high thread count, and then it, it lets I'll, it I'll breathe. I'll get you a sheet. I'll get get you a nice Please summer don't do that. duvet. It's okay. like a, like a thick thick sheet. I don't a want a one. thick one though. Get, get, if you're gonna get me one, Lewis, get I want it a hundred percent Egyptian cotton, ideally, with like that thousand thread fucking count, right? a thousand plus thread count, and that shit'll keep you. Perfect. You want it hand sewed by poor children. I was watching a, a show about uh, clothing and uh, how, like, we as humans manufacture clothing. And there's a factory that was processing cotton in, like, I think it was like, oh man, I don't even know, like Kazakhstan or something. So, so, some somewhere yeah, like that's not just a pick place. a non-existent country. <laughs> no, it was like somewhere like that, though, just to give you an idea. It's like one, one right. of those places in between like Russia and, and Europe or whatever. This place used to have this huge lake and because they needed so much water to process the cotton, they, they actually emptied out an entire lake and just destroyed yeah. the ecosystem of the entire like region because this lake was, was, was dried up just to make, just to process cotton so it could be used for like, you know, the big high yeah, street stores. To, the Aral Sea, yeah. it's called. Yeah. Um, completely dried up. It's ma- amazing actually to see it's how nuts. That yeah, it's just completely, and it was a huge lake too. But there's just all these like factories close by that all do the same thing, and they need a tremendous amount of water to do it. Yeah, and the lake is, is now gone. Well, I watched a show the other day on the on the BBC about factories called Inside the Factory with Greg Wallace. Oh my god, who's a terrible presenter? Yeah. and it was a sausage factory, right? And the it was the most boring fucking. Did he half have any hour. anecdotes about how he ate <laughs> sausages when he was a wee lad and stuff? He did. Yeah. I, I love a sausage, mate. There's nothing quite like bangers and mash. Lovely. Listen, so if, it's if, literally. <laughs> Half the show was the production line where the sausages come out and they just put them in a box. Yeah. He talked to everyone on the line. they literally show how the sausage was For made? For like two seconds. Like, they get the meat and then they put it in the sausage. And then it was like, I'm not kidding, half the documentary was them packaging it. And then he was like, next we come to distribution. Which, guess what? It's people putting boxes on a fucking truck. I'm like, are you desperate or something? Well, they did one about how pencils were made. Oh, that's that, quite interesting. Yeah, fuck, that was a really good one. They're like all German as well, the company. Yeah, they, yeah, they start with like this this whole tree trunk and they whittle it down slowly into a single pencil. Oh, man. Can you, well, you should see where, one where they, the, the toilet paper one is crazy too. Like they, they had those big machines, those big Scorpion King uh, log cutter machines in Sweden. They have these massive forests and they just they they grow these forests to keep up with the demand. And then while the forest is growing, other parts of it are being harvested and they're just they can harvest like an entire tree in like 30 seconds. And then that gets it gets cut up and turned into paper and then turned into pulp and everything else. And then they make fucking t- so much toilet paper. Like it would blow your mind. It's crazy. That show's awesome. It's really good. Except the sausage one, I agree, was not great. It was, it was, it was I, not, it's just I, not I, I one, of the, one you, of the bad ones. I've spoken 
bit of weed, P-Flex. You would have loved that sausage. Oh, I would have loved it with some acid. Yeah, the potato, yeah, the yes. potato chip one was pretty good too. They showed the, how they made like the paste from Monster Munch and stuff. That was interesting. Ugh. All right, well, that's it for the podcast. Thank you, everybody. Uh, we will be at YoCon. We're actually probably going to be live streaming that from YoCon. I just wanted to, to plug that. Yeah, hang on a sec. What are we on now? 99.7? I know. So it's, how it's, many? That's the next one will be set. This was 99.6. Next is 99.7. Or was this 99.7? This 99. is 99.7, I, I don't think, think it's going to be decimal. I think we're going to have like 13 or 14 before the YoCon. No, yeah, I don't, no, think, we, I don't think we timed it right. This but. is 99.7. But Patreon. The, this one. Um, I've, I've, I can say, now that all of the jugs hopefully have been sent out to patrons now so anyone who's a hundred dollar patron would have got a jug well, don't like uh, you don't have to do multiple months of a hundred dollars if you don't want and well i'll cut I'll, i'm gonna stop that that tier on the patron as well but thank you why we're not making any more jugs it's a limited uh, no i think there's like 30 or 40 more on that might go on the store um so if you do want one you can get one later wow, well, only after all of the limited, limited edition triforce jugs. jugs so that you can jug yourself or your your loved ones. I, it's really. F I'm glad we got them made. They're your fun. Ne your and nemesis, funny. if you have and one. So that's it. Thanks for the support. Thank you for the love, everyone. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.